He's been a teacher for 25 years. Okay. She teaches second grade. He's a high school teacher. She, this, this year, has a child in her class whose mom was taught by her husband. Which is just wild to me. You know what I mean? It kind of blew my mind. That is you kind of crazy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the pre-show. This is the part of the show where we talk about what we're going to do on the show. This is an easy one because it's the previews show. We're going to talk about Preview all the books coming show. out this week. Very good books. Uh, first question I want to ask Dave here in the pre-show because we can always fuck around and waste some time. My favorite part of doing this geek and comics. Uh, did you watch Prey? I did. Oh, what'd you think, dude? I actually, I think it's a very strong entry into the hey, um, Predator franchise. Dude, I think it's it's a I, strong I think number it, two. I, <laughs> it's a strong number two. I got some scotch I, going tonight. It was a rough Monday. Um, I'm at I, least a half a sheet to the wind. There's Taylor coming in hot. It is definitely better than Predator Two, and it mm. is definitely better than Predators. Yes, yeah, talking prey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Predator and Alien are always like kind of mashed together in a lot of ways. One big similarity they have is they both have a much larger ratio of bad movies than good movies. Yeah, they do. The thing, the problem is, the problem with that whole franchise is the two movies that are like, there's two movies in there that stand above the rest. The first Predator movie and Aliens, right? It's like, well, there's well, no three, way you can talk shit on those movies. Well, and now you can't talk we shit on Alien. To add to that. No, Alien is great. Alien is the great. Alien franchise has it a little better in the sense that Alien and Aliens are both really good, and they're Amazing. both different enough that I feel like you could like them both. And I love Predator Two so much, I really do. I but do Prey love is Predator a solid, Two. It's a, Prey is a strong number two, man. And the only reason for that is all of the callbacks to the first predator movie you need that first predator movie if the movie you're watching if that movie itself says no this first movie is better because look how much we're referencing it then you have to agree with that movie references there's some references to the second movie in there oh there are yeah there's a gun in there that that (laughs) pistol which begs the question how did that one predator at the end of predator 2 get that gun dude if naru has to see that that's leading into this i really don't think you need to overanalyze the lore and continuity of the predator movies but if this movie does ask you to do that in a lot of ways i was watching a review earlier that was saying that like really this should be what the predator franchise is moving forward it's just predator versus it's yeah it's predator versus blank you know throw the predator into weird situations and have him square off against samurai or vikings or what the fuck ever you could even just go to another alien world and meet an entire new race that the predators just hunt Sure, yeah, they can hunt, like, space Vikings or something like that. I don't know. Yes, yes. The Predator versus the Engineers. Oh, no, I don't know about that. Don't bring in, don't break Prometheus. Prometheus is good the way it is. Don't break Prometheus. Okay, next, David. And Taylor, for that matter. Have either of you watched any of Sandman yet? I have watched the first episode now. I have not. first impressions. It was a good recreation of the first issue. Um, Looks like they're setting up, like, this whole, like, big confrontation with the Corinthian. They're making him much more of a character than he was in the comics, which be I... Surprised. You'll be surprised. I'm hoping we get to the end, and it's like, you find me at last, Morpheus. Or Morpheus, and Morpheus just snaps his fingers and turns him to dust like he did in the comics. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They definitely lean into that, but we'll see what happens. So, 
So there's your catch-up for the movies. I did want to show off since David was here. I did get Breaker in the Ram cycle. It's beautiful. Of course, cool. I don't have the gun on the side. Why not? Because my awesome ass owns a roadblock, and that gun was made for roadblock. This gun is actually supposed to go on the side of the... Who of wants the, a uh, body massage? Cycle. Who wants a body massage? Yeah, that's beautiful, man. So, yeah, I wanted to show that off because Dave was here, and I know Taylor doesn't give a shit. I wish Adam was here because Adam would be like, oh, wow. But that anyway, is... he's not. Oh, Dave, did you answer, though? Did you get to see Sandman yet? He did not. He answered. No, I didn't. I okay, I didn't. Yeah, but didn't I may be able to watch it later tonight. Yeah. yeah I will say that. Give it a go, man. It's, it's I really I enjoyed that first episode, although they did definitely pull their punch at the end because what Dream did to Alex Burgess at the end of the comic is way worse than what he did at the end of this episode. Yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. And I don't think they leaned away from that. I I'm not necessarily they, saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that, like, you know, I think they you can definitely tell the differences. You can definitely tell where, like, they're adapting this for a wider audience because exactly. that would have been, like, a really fucked up thing to have actually watched is yeah. the eternal waking thing that he does to him. Yeah, that's and I think it fits better with the poetry of the of the show almost, you know, because they're not really showing Morpheus as like, I mean, they are as he's he's a gray character. You know what I mean? Yeah, Morpheus is interesting because like gray. He is a very sinister character. He's not evil, yeah. but he is very sinister. And they humanize him. That's part of the show is to yeah. show that he's humanized a little bit. And I get it. In the comics, you don't have to do that. Why? Because comic book readers are used to reading about gods that come from the fucking sky. We're okay with understanding that this character doesn't have to be humanized to still tell a human story. But I think on the screen, like you said, adapting for a wider audience, they have to humanize the quote-unquote lead character, even though, I don't know, that's arguable too, really. But in order to push forward the points that they're trying to push forward, but I really think you're going to like it, dude, but... Mike Gilmore, thanks. Predator versus blank. Fill in Herogen. Oh, dude, I'd be okay with that. What? 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 That'd be Hunter awesome. versus Hunter. Yeah, Hunter versus Hunter. Uh, Andy chiming in too. Netflix is making more mainstream so they can have a second season. Oh, of course. For sure. They want this character to live out. They want this character to have merch that they get some money on. No doubt. No doubt. They really want to push that shit. But, uh, hey, we're here to talk about comics. Let's start the show. But I'm really glad that we were able to to catch up on this. Somebody mentioned the Herogen? I can't help but go to the Trek. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of that new Trek. Sorry, guys. Sheer fucking hubris. But thanks for stopping by, Mike. Really appreciate that. Mike Gilmore checking in. Andy here, as always. I'm trying to think of other, like, Star Trek races the Predators can fight. Oh, that would that would be cool to fight? Well, I mean, that's what, like, I was thinking, like, maybe, like, versus the Borg, but they were saying no chance against the Borg, you know? What about, oh, no, it might take a minute. Let's get this done. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, Species A472. Dude, you're getting deep cuts now. <laughs> Greetings, geeks. Welcome back. It's another episode of This Geek and Comics, Outright Geekery's comic book shit talk show shit talk show gomer aka david and taylor man we've been talking about all the great screen content we've been getting this week uh prey and sandman mostly dude andy klingons 
Yeah, that would be a good one. Uh, Whoa. Predators versus Klingons. Did the Predators have a name for their race? I know they yes. do, but I can't remember yes. what it is. It's like, it's like a Yawatsi. Like, it's got a Young Y and a J, or something and like a J that. in there. I think I, I, I think I saw that like it's only appeared in print. They've never spoken it out oh, yeah. loud in any yeah, of the it's, Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. in the comic books. Uh, at least Dark Horse comic books and the novelizations. They're yeah. It's like uh, <laughs> Y-U-A-N... I'm just going to keep calling it Predators. Yeah, I'm just going to keep calling them the Predators. How about this, Taylor? There's like a Predator society with different tribes, too. That, yeah. I mean, it's deep. It's deep, bro. Yeah, I mean, we've had two presentations on film, at least, about that, because this this Predator and Prey is different from the Predator from the the, the anything, movie. Yeah, and that could be a way to really give this franchise some legs like the review sure. I was walking like and I, that does sound cool right like just every couple of years have like different predator even versus different whatever predator versus you know? samurai predator versus vikings predator versus uh, you can do like an african you know continent one I don't even know what you would fucking do I don't know enough about that shit but you could do all kinds of cool stuff and highlight different types of filmmaking highlight you know all kinds of different cultures dude what a great idea man it's low-hanging fruit really when you think about it you know yeah. and then eventually predator versus predator because there's different they had tribes. that already yeah they have anyway we're here to talk about comics but we will talk about predator later actually talking about comics it finally happened it's happening uh but we're here to talk about the comics the uh saying the mantra for this uh show is if you see something say something chat if we're talking about a book and you want us to talk about it, let us know. You know, if we skip over something, make a comment. Let us know what you're reading. We're, we just love talking about comics, so that's what we're here to do. Batgirls number nine, not a comic I'm actually reading. I hate doing that. I have this big spiel about how dope comics are. Then, yeah, fuck that book. Well, we can't. No one can read all of them. Yeah, we can't but, read them all. But uh, I have been reading Batgirls. It's yeah. it's a good kind of mid-tier fine book it's nothing terribly like you know like oh shit how did what are they gonna do next but it's more like you know oh, that was fun yeah type of great, thing. Sween- great sweeney boo cover here very few and far between to find some good sweeney boo art that is great yeah that is cool but yeah good book uh batman urban legends this is your batman anthology book it's like four or five different stories by a slew of different uh writers and artists very fun uh so yeah there you go Always a cool variant cover. A little bit pricey. It's $8. But if you need a Batman fix, if you need like more of a Batman fix than what Zdarsky is giving you right now in Ram V, then this is definitely the book to go. Uh, it's it's Batman family-centric, too. There's rogues gallery books. They had an Ace the Bat-Hound story by Mark Russell that was just top-notch. Very good. Uh, Blood Syndicate. Uh, man, I haven't been reading this. I kind of feel bad that I haven't been reading this. There's enough of these milestone books out now that it's kind of hard yeah. to keep track of all of them. Yeah. It's hard for me to get into all of them. There's at least three that I loved. I'm reading that duo now, which is fantastic. But yeah, it's too much, dude. That's what happens with success in the comics. They milk it for all it's worth. Great cover here by Juliet and Anika. Love it. Love it. Uh, Man, a whole lot of stuff that is not DC in this. We are going to talk about that later if it's worth talking about. Uh, pretty big book here. Tom Taylor, uh, arguably one of the best writers in comics. Uh, probably the top guy at DC right now, even though Williamson's running the event. But Deceased, this is it. This is the end of Deceased. An eight-issue uh, maxi. They don't even use that word anymore. Maxi series. But 
who isn't excited about this? If you've been keeping up with deceased, the zombies in the DC universe, I've been on it since issue one. You know, as soon as fucking what's his name fell down with the virus. Yeah, this is one of those. This is one of the books that Tom Taylor writes that has no right to be as good as it is. It's so stupid. It's such yeah. a dumb idea, dude. It's such a dumb idea. But it. But hey, I mean, he made that video game tie-in for uh, Injustice work. He's making this incredibly stupid idea work. It, yeah. yeah, it don't matter what you hand him. He just, it's, he kills it every time. And also the best Batman because it's Damien. Uh, a lot of cool covers for that. It looks like we're going to get a Lobo appearance. I don't think we've gotten Lobo in Deceased yet. That'll be cool. Uh, I don't know if Lobo would actually fall to a zombie virus. He'd probably be like, no, fuck you, zombie virus. I mean, if it works on Superman, it should work on damn near anything. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we rarely mention these sorts of things unless they're worth mentioning. This one's kind of worth mentioning. Yes, it's 120 bucks, But, man, this is the original, right? I mean, every. I don't want to cross my streams here, but even if you're into like Thanos and that sort of shit, this is where all that fucking came from. Yeah, this. You is... know what I mean? This shit is amazing, man. This is timeless fucking comics. This yeah, is, this is those... this is. Good. This Go ahead, is Dave. this is what you know. After Kirby left Marvel, this was his secret project, and this is what Marvel screwed him on too. Yeah. Yeah, because his inker was the one leaking stuff to Marvel. Yeah, there's some crazy shit there, but the Fourth World by Kirby is must-have stuff. It just looks good on a shelf too. Yeah, this is one of those prestige titles, you know. This is like one of those ones that's like such a formative thing for the industry as a whole. Yeah, if I walk into a stranger's house and they have this on my shelf, I'm like, oh, we you can know, be I want to know this guy. Yeah, I'm going to be best friends with this guy. Uh, Future State Gotham, the book that just can't stop going. Um, I don't even want to talk about it. it I was surprised you even started, let alone going on to 16 issues now. 16 issues. I, I assumed this was a mini when they first announced it. Yeah, dude, I can't believe it. Will anything ever come of it? Um, it doesn't Probably feel like not. Dark, it doesn't feel like Dark Crisis is going to lean into that at all. It feels it like seems Dark like... Crisis... It's just erasing all of that. Yeah, I wonder if this future state is just like they're make, they're basically turning this into another Elseworld, you know? I, I oh, sure. feel that. that you no, know, I'm okay that. with that. Like the white. Yeah, and it's a fine way to do it if that's the way you want to do it. But just, yeah. I didn't care for future state when it was happening. So I, it's just not a corner of the universe that I'm interested in if that's yeah. what they're doing. Uh, Harley Quinn number 19, basically a Deadpool book. There's always going to be a Harley Quinn book. Yeah, you know, this is their, like, popular. this is their goofy Waka Waka stuff. But I will say, I do love these, like, classic Batman covers with Harley on them. I think those are fun. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, this are. one right here. Yeah, this yeah. is pretty rad. Ryan Souk doing these. Uh, just having a great time. You can tell he's just having a fun time doing these covers. So, uh, I am Batman, uh, now the second best Batman book, in my opinion. Uh, John Ridley, just a favorite of mine, up to issue 12, good for him. The Batman in New York. Yeah, this is one of those Batman. things that... He's got a great attitude, yeah. man. It's one of the few things that came out of Future State that's actually stuck pretty well, uh, yeah. Luke Fox's uh, Batman. Yeah, and they've made him his own sort of character by moving him to New York, by having... This yeah, that's... That's a good yeah. way to handle it, especially since they seem to have abandoned the future state. I mean, we were just like, hey, that future state got I the know, thing. But I for know. the most part, it seems like they've abandoned future state. So that's a, that is a good way for this character to keep on doing his own thing, you know? 
Oh, to not have to throw it, the baby out with the bathwater. Andy, but is it Jack Kirby getting back to that fourth world? No comment. I'm not getting into any conspiracy theories about that. Uh, a book that, again, uh, way over the halfway point now. This book uh, rules. It is it's fun. So fun. It's like yeah. rock and roll. It's just big, dumb, stupid fun. I mean, we got the, we got the fucking Green Lantern dinosaur giving the Atrodicus, Atrocitus uh, dinosaur a fucking suplex here. What the? Yeah. Take my money, you know? Yeah, I know, man. A Parasophilophus? Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> shut the fuck up, David. Don't dinosaur even get started. nerds are the worst nerds, followed by Lord of the Rings nerds. Uh, Danny Warren Johnson, just killing it on this book. I, you know the only bad thing I can say about this book? I wish Danny Warren Johnson was doing the art. Not yeah. Juan Gadeon. No. Juan Gadeon was doing good stuff. That last issue did have someone else covering the art, though, it and that wasn't noticeable. Did. Drop. I mean, it was still pretty solid, yeah. but yeah. I mean, yeah. if it's not going to be Juan Gadeon drawing, it should at least be Danny Warren Johnson. You know. Dude, dude, he is doing do a power bomb over an image. It's great. Uh, I, I mean, he's working it. hard. I get it. Yeah, I do love this Brett Booth cover. Uh, big fan of Brett Booth. He's got a throwback style that reminds me of 90s, you know, image sort of stuff. Yeah, it does uh, have a very uh, Stephen Prophet or Yeah. Prophet art. Sh- yeah, no, it? for sure. Dude. Yeah. I can't think we're, of the name. We were talking earlier about oh, books right. that have no right to be as good as they are, and this is another good example of that. Yeah, it's just big gun stupid, stupid fun. Uh, celebrating Kirby, no comment, Andy. He definitely wrote this shit. He definitely wrote Commandy or Commandy. I've heard it pronounced both ways. This is anyway. another good example of one of those Kirby yeah. books that, like, I don't think is, like, you know, an all-time great. But because it is Kirby, because of, like, the strength of his art and his storytelling and everything like that, everyone knows who this is, at least, you know? Yeah. I don't know. And, I mean, we're just off on a tangent now. How is Commandy not a fucking movie or a show? It's perfect. It's it would make for a really good show, I think. Yeah, it like, would. just it a po- so post-apocalyptic good. story. Yeah. It seems so easy to me. Yeah. So easy. I mean, they have a uh, streaming platform and everything, you know. Yeah, it's everybody good. got a fucking streaming. Why is there not more shit? I mean, I know it's, we just hit a record last year of scripted TV content. But Although it's not? apparent that Warner Brothers just has no fucking idea what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, this is a book, Naomi Season 2, number 6. The only thing worth noting here is the tragedy that is Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, one of the great writers of the first part of, of this century, really, you know, uh, just the down. You often talk about his decade of decadence. Yeah. The decade of decadence. One of my favorite decades of comics of all time. You know, I still just love it so much. I go back to that new Avengers run and his run on all those events, even though he didn't write most of those events, you can see his DNA on all of that shit. But this man currently has nothing planned at DC comics a publisher that he is exclusive with. All of his creator-owned shit is over at Dark Horse right now. Pearl and Dave. Fire, I think, is getting reprinted. There's a bunch of shit that he Yeah, that he a lot of his stuff is over at Dark Horse, yeah. Yeah, Pearl. that's getting reprinted. Well, But he's got nothing planned right now. That Legion book, I think, is still going on, but it's about done, too. Of all the stuff he's been doing for DC, this one's probably been the best received. It did at least get its own TV show. <laughs> um, on the Avenger or on the uh, Justice League for a minute. Yeah, you know? I gave an honest try to his Justice League book. I I stuck with that for a long time, mostly because, because of that ran back. back yeah. Up. Yeah, 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 it is because of that. But um, <laughs> Justice League Dark. That but I went into like, it 
you know, wanting to read the main book. Yeah. You know, I gave that Superman book of his an honest try and just, they both lost me yeah. pretty fast. Yeah. Also because Warner shot itself in the foot. Uh, I yeah. think you're still talking about Naomi, Andy, uh, from the comments, but Naomi season one, the first episode I thought was okay. I never went back to it. I never. I think we just have a glut of scripted TV, and I just don't have time to go back to Naomi. And if something doesn't hit in season one, it's done. They give nothing any time to percolate and let. Yeah, it is a. Time. It's a crowded market these days. You know, you gotta you gotta make your impression very very fast. Otherwise, you're just yeah. not gonna get another chance. But I mean, again, back to the tragedy of Brian Michael Bendis. Where's this dude going? I mean, he had a book at Dark Horse that was a new book. Dave and I read it. It was just okay. Uh, you know, remember that book, Dave? Where it was, was a girl, Joy like, Division? In the future, Joy Division. Thank you. Yeah, that's why you're here, man. That's why you're here. It was just okay. All that and your winning personality, Dave. Exactly. And the voices. The voices are my favorite. I wish something British. I indulge the voices, but that's not why I want you here. I wish something British would fucking come up so we could get that going. Oh, God. But anyway, yeah, let's move on from Bendis. I do feel bad. Look, and no variant cover for this, Naomi. No variant. Yeah, that's pretty weird, especially for, like, the big finale issue like this. Exactly, dude. Exactly. We'll probably never see another Naomi miniseries ever again she might show up in books a young justice or they might even move her over to milestone you know i could see him doing something like that that she fits in there like a fucking glove you know the, her entire story oh yeah but i That's don't know i think they should actually direction. move milestone into the dc proper but you know fuck me what do i know uh you never know we- they'll have a crisis yeah, there, there's one happening right now. Uh, Nubia, Queen of the Amazons, guest starring Wonder Girl. Love that they showcase Yara Floor right there on the cover. Uh, it's very, it's going to be very interesting to see somebody else drawing Yara Floor in a Wonder Woman book, basically, that is not Joelle Jones. Um, it, she showed up for just a brief moment in the Dark Crisis event so far, but not enough to really know and... <sighs> I don't know. I want Yara Floor to stick around. I think she's got staying power. And uh, this is definitely evidence of that. But as soon as Dark Crisis is over, as soon as the whole Wonder Woman current event, which is, you know, whoever was it, Artemis murdered, what's her name? And now Nubia is now the queen. And there's a whole lot of drama there. That's all going to be over soon. That's all going to end quickly. So I don't know. Are you off of this, Taylor? I know you were on the Wonder Woman event, at least in part. I was on the event, but I haven't really stuck with most of the Wonder Woman yeah. stuff afterwards. You know? Yeah, me neither. But I might pick this up just because of Yara Floor on there. Uh, great uh, beach volleyball cover from Derek Chu. I'm not sure why, but, I mean. Uh, it's summertime. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard. I could argue this both ways. You know, this is female empowerment or this is cheesecake. However you want to argue it, hey, feel free to take to Facebook. If I get a copy, that's the cover I'm fucking looking for. I don't care. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. We do have the big book, Son of Kal-El, Tom Taylor. Uh, I had a great discussion about uh, this today. Superman is coming back. Kal-El is coming back from War World. It'll be interesting to see how that affects this book. But the discussion I had on Facebook sort of bled into uh, John's boyfriend here and how Tom Taylor has done such a great job to distinguish between the job that Lois Lane does and the job that Jay does in terms of them both being, um, you know, in the news business, being journalists, quote unquote journalists. And 
I, I really hope he leans into that a little bit more. And, uh, I mean, it looks like Jay is here to stay. I don't like Jay, except for any reason that I don't trust him at all. I don't trust mm-hmm. that dude at all. But we'll see how it goes. I think he's going to break John's heart. How about that? That's probably the best. I mean, comics it. being comics, eventually they will split up this couple and pair him with someone else, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, and the thing about Jay is he's got superpowers, so he could be around for a while. That's he true. Um, it does at least make it less likely that someone will be able to come along and fridge him, since he oh, is like excellent. intangible. So excellent. Yeah. Oh my God, that's almost like a joke, Taylor. I almost wonder if that's why he gave him intangibility powers. But Dude, you need to get to Twitter and ask him. I swear. I swear. Uh, Andy mentioned that Rush was on this list. Let's go back. Uh, Rush, uh, Cy Spurrier. Is this even a DC book? I don't know if no. I've ever even heard of this. It's not, Dave? No, it's a trade, too. Yeah. Uh, cool. It, it looks good. I love Cy Spurrier. You know? So I'll check that out. Uh, we probably should mention the Sandman bundle. Uh, it's a 25-book bundle of Sandman number one. That Basically, this is to for shops to give away, like promotional. So that's pretty cool. This will be a good pickup because it is the one that's branded as the promotional. Something that's striking to me is that like this is driving home how Black Label is the new Vertigo. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. Uh, love this uh, other cover here. Love that cover, dude. So fun. Getting his kite out of the tree while mom... Ah, man. That's... That's wholesome as fuck. Wholesome. That's the word. Wholesome as fuck. Uh, Andy coming (laughs) in a new JLA. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They're pitching the new JLA in Dark Crisis on Infinite Earth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, both, right? Like, in issue two, they debuted, quote-unquote, the new Justice League. And in this most recent one, they brought in the Justice Society, which I was glad to see. So I don't know if that lineup is going to survive past uh, the event here. I have no idea. I would love to see a new JSA title sing- streaming out of, of Dark Crisis. Especially that would be really cool. With a strong focus on Alan Scott and his whole story. That might but be a cool new- way to like use a lot of these quote-unquote new generation heroes is have them like integrate in with the JSA. Because that's already been their thing, you know? Dude, that's- dude. Where things stand right now, as far as far as uh, issue three of Dark Crisis, there's no more Teen Tower or Teen Titans Tower or whatever, and the JSA showed up. Combine those two teams, and just do it, and then give the book to Bendis. I think Bendis could actually carry a title like that. That seems like a pretty good idea, dude. I'm That's smart. Good, I'm smart. I think that plays to your strengths as a writer. Yeah, I'm smart. Uh, uh, just a brief mention of Wonder Woman 790, just because of these great covers. Great homage cover here. To the Grant Morrison? Wasn't that a Grant Morrison book from something? What book was that? That seems like something Grant Morrison would do. I can't place yeah, it, right. though. Yeah. Uh, and this one from Paul Pope. Just it really was, clean lines on this. That last cover was um, a throwback to a uh, Batman versus uh, Wonder Woman issue where Wonder Woman was under yeah. the spell to protect somebody and Batman was after them. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the issue. but uh, I think it's like uh, and maybe this one. something like Trinity or something. W. Scott Forbes, just love this. Just such a beautiful cover there. Really good. Summer. It's a summer cover. You know, and I think that's what they're doing with that beach volleyball cover in this one. So, uh, some pretty good books there. Really, Son of Cal is the only one I'm really reaching for. You know what I mean? I mean, that's always on the list, you know, whenever yeah, it shows there's up. There's some other okay things in here, but man. 
I'm definitely looking forward to Jurassic League. Yeah, Jurassic League is Jurassic League is probably the so only DC book I'm picking up this week. Nice, nice. All right, let's move on to everything else. Peeps books come out August 10th. All those DC books come out tonight at midnight. You can pick them up. So uh, a town called Taylor. Uh, Taylor. A town <laughs> called Taylor. A what now? A okay. Called, a town called Taylor hits issue number five. Great art by Simon Krajansky. Uh, just really fun. Horror been a really there. fun series if you like you know horror yeah uh you know the basically it's a town uh where essentially like an immortal bad guy is you know he's realizing he may not be immortal and he's trying to set things with his son and his son's like you know i don't want part of the family business yeah uh, being just a terrible douchebag yeah just time. being but it, <laughs> yeah. it's it's i think vampires you got vampires werewolves frankenstein yeah. monsters and stuff it's it's pretty it's fun. fun. It's a it's a fun book. Yeah, uh, deadliest bouquet number one. Erica Schultz, uh, Corolla Berea, or Berea. It wouldn't be a new image week if there wasn't you know a, a debut. So, uh, hard edged Nazi hunter who trained her child well in the art of espionage, but in 1998, when her complicated past finally catches up with her, it's up to her three estranged daughters, Rose, Poppy, and Violet, to solve their mom's murder. So it sounds kind of like uh, Powerpuff Girls, which isn't a dig at all. I love the fucking Powerpuff Girls, but with like Nazi all grown up, I don't know. Nazi. I'm gonna check it out. Up. I check Spies. out every new. I check that's out an every interesting movie. premise for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. a very clever title when the daughters are all named after flowers. Yes, yes. Look at Dave using his brain. Uh, Andy in the chat mentioned an eight billion, eight billion genies. Uh, probably the biggest image release of the year. They are doing reprints of issue number two and three. And issue number four drops. Yes, we're hitting the halfway mark on this book. Uh, basically, the premise of this book. It's a post-apocalyptic book, but we see it from the moment the apocalypse starts. And this apocalypse, the twist is when the eight billionth human being is born on the planet Earth, and there's eight billion people, every human being on the planet gets a genie, and one wish. And chaos just ensues, man. I mean, people just wish for the dumbest shit. It's so yeah, weird. But Yeah, it was... Some... Except for that one guy in the first issue. Uh, at the bar. The wise yeah, old bartender. Bar. He says, no wish out made outside this bar can affect this bar. And yeah, everything's just cool in the bar. They're just hanging out. But uh, 8 Billion Genies has been picked up for adaptation. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, King Spawn, it wouldn't be a week at Image Comics without a book. It wouldn't be Image Comics Spawn. without Spawn. Yeah. Spawn, and I'm guessing there's a Walking Dead book at the bottom We'll here. see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yep. Uh, Love Everlasting. Do you want to put a focus on this? Why? Because I am a sucker for a slice of life comic, and, and it's, it's Tom for... fucking King. And it's Elsa, Elsa Cartier. Yeah, I think it was Charatier, but hey, whatever. It, whatever. I, I know it's, it's French, I'm so. Terrible. Yeah, I'm terrible. It's terrible with I'm pretty sure. It, I'm sure we're all saying it wrong, and I'm sure any French yeah. listeners would be irate at us. But yeah, the point is, she is a good artist, regardless of how her last name is pronounced. It's all yeah. Greek to me. Yeah. So this is a romance comic, just like any good slice of life comic is. I don't give a shit. Uh, I'm stoked. It's happening in, like,. You know, a fantastical sort of world, you know, I don't know. I'm stoked, dude. It's Tom King doing a creator-owned book. It's been a while. So, yeah, let's do it. 
Let's do it. I'm on board for at least the first arc on this easily. Uh, he's getting a bunch of variants because, of course. Oh, look at this classic romance variant. Oh yeah, it's like an old oh, pulp magazine. Yeah, classic. Oh, that's the one I'm getting. That's hot. Yes, nice. Uh oh, Lotoy's got a cover. Yeah, very great romantic covers. Yeah, I'm stoked for that. I'm hoping this causes like a a resurgence, a renaissance of those uh romance books. Uh, Prodigy Icarus. Uh, you reading this at all, Dave? Prodigy. No. Yeah, me neither. No, I'm not uh, reading Slumber it. number six. I know you're into that. It's sort of like Freddy Krueger meets the club scene. Yeah. Yeah. Pre it's yeah, good. it's pretty good. It's, it's been pretty bad. good. Um, I would kind of, if you ever seen that one episode of Rick and Morty where they go into the dreams, <laughs> it's more yeah. along the lines of it's that. It's kind of like that. Sure. Well, I said Freddy Krueger meets the club scene. It's kind of like that. Uh, Starhead's Dragon and Boar. Uh, uh, I was good. not impressed with this first that first issue. Uh, the art was fantastic, but the narrative just yeah. Liam Sharp yeah, it, is it an artist. Just, it leaves a, a lot to yeah. It leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah, agreed. I'm off this book already. Oh wow! See, I'm I'm gonna keep it through the second issue, but just because it's Liam Sharp and I love his art, but yeah, man, Liam Sharp I think had one of the best Green Lantern art runs that I've ever fucking seen. It was so good. That Grant Morrison run. Oh my god, it was so good. That was really good. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, Fence over at Boom. Once in Futures got the Grail Pack. It's a great series. Pick it up. Uh, Power Rangers number 22, still counting down to issue 100, where everything's going to change. But that's all they got. Uh, Dark Horse, you know, we talk about trades, amazing screw on head. That's some classic shit. That is you know, great. I love that. I love that comics. animated series that they had yeah, dude, years ago. Yeah. It was like, that's uh, the first time I got introduced to the character. And then David, I went back and found this. It, so, was yeah. it Frazier's brother, David Hyde Pierce or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Frazier's brother. The actor who played Fraser's brother was the no, voice. No, I know what you're talking. I knew, that I, that's the character. funny part. I knew exactly who you meant. Yeah, uh, yeah, great book, great book. Uh, but not a lot more from uh, Dark Horse. Except Essentially, for all this week that uh, it's just trades from Dark Horse with and, and uh, some one shots. Cold bodies. Uh, yeah, let's look at the cold bodies. Good call, Andy. Uh, it's Magdalene Visaggio, Andrea Moody. I mean, those are two amazing creators. Uh, but I think this was already collected. This is the trade, yeah. A while ago. Um, man, you know, I don't really remember it too much. I know I read everything Andrea Moody does. Andrea Moody did an awesome book uh, about history that I was really into, like revolutionary history. That was just so good. But, uh, yeah, I'm probably going to check this out. I'm going to have to. I know I've got a copy somewhere. Uh, so, yeah, I'll check that out. Uh, but, yeah, again, just a whole bunch of trades. Black Sad, some of the best, you know, what do they call that when animals and, and the people mix together? Anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphic, yeah. Some of the best of that, you know, ever. Yeah. Eden gets that, collected. That's a great fucking That is book. a good series. Creeping is fucking dope. You know, old school horror vibe yeah. there. Orphan um, and the do... Five Beast. Uh, yeah. Orphan and the Five Beasts, one of your favorites of that my, year. One of my well, favorites. Just last yes. year, wasn't it? Did he ever get around to fighting all five of the beasts? Didn't you say that? Like, no, kind of only, but... there's only like three of them. There's only yeah. He only fought like, or she only fought like maybe two? No, there was a third one in there somewhere, I thought. I, I either know. way, there that's... The big, there was yeah. the big, the, yeah. the guy with the big the thunder thighs, and then there was the guy <laughs> yeah. that like, like yeah. cut himself up like Deadpool and fed himself to people. Yeah. 
so yeah, in Hellboy one shot is coming, so that's some you know falling sky. That's pretty cool. Uh, Hellboy universe trade Jinx. You know we we're talking about classic Bendis. Bendis. That's some classic Bendis. Cora art book. Uh, Orphan the Five Beasts, like you said, Shifting Earth was not terrible. Sin yeah. City, Star Wars Rebels trade paperback. What they're reprinting that stuff? That's awesome. Cool. That shit's still in canon. Wasn't as far that as stuff? I know. Well, yeah the the Star Wars Rebels is post EU. It is canon. Yeah, because it it yeah. takes place it takes place like before <laughs> or it ends before Rogue One starts. Yes. Yeah, uh, but there are things that are hap- that happen in Rebels that have relevance in Mandalorian. Yeah, uh, more so than that, it's they're going to be doing the Ahsoka show, which is going to have oh, which is all over the Rebels. Yeah. yeah, but we already saw Mando that she's going to go looking for Thrawn and everything. Well, so yeah, anyone who wants to get caught up uh, before they start releasing the new shows might want to. Well, yeah. The reason why she's looking for Thrawn is because Ezra and Thrawn. Uh, both took off for parts unknown. That's what precisely did. what I was referring to. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, but the one book that I'm actually picking up that is a must read for me this week Ward. is Ward Number Three. This is basically fantasy uh, creatures. Lord of the Rings meets ER. You know yeah, the D&D hospital. Meet, yeah. D and D General D&D Hospital. Meets ER. Yeah. Oh, there you go. General Hospital. Either way. <laughs> yeah, it's rad. It's by Kevin Scott. We were just talking about Star Wars. He's like the Star Wars guy now. Really fun book, dude. I'm having such a good time reading that. So, uh, Moving on to IDW. They've got nothing. They do have the Kill Lock, a, f- a personal favorite of mine uh, by Livio Ramondelli, uh, but not a lot of buzz there. $8 they're asking for that. I mean, it's good, but damn, $8? Why is everything so expensive over here at fucking whatever? Uh, I will bring up, because it's the James Biggie covers that they do on all of these best of Storm Shadow. Man, that's a terrible Biggie cover. I could have done that. I don't like the way they did the eyes there for Storm Shadow. I could have done this, and I'm terrible. I can't draw shit. Yeah, that's not a good one. I don't like that. Uh, But, yeah, that's really about it. We do get the D&D annual, so that'll be fun. But moving on to Marvel, the House of Ideas. Here we go. I hate that cover. I hate that fucking cover, too. That mask, what is going on? What is? Uh, yeah, mask? why does it look so rigid? That doesn't make why any does sense. Why does it look like Hasbro made it? It's terrible. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I just wish, uh, it, I just I wish that John Romita like would stop drawing John Spider-Man. Romita. They're lying as fuck, too. They're saying this is Pat Gleason art. That ain't Pat Gleason art. <laughs> That's, that that is Romita Jr. Over art. Romita. Look at that face. Urgh. I guess it is kind of realistic now that I see myself. Peter Parker. Peter Parker. It's easy to shit on uh, JR Jr. and everything, but honestly, the writing is what's really letting me down on this Spider-Man series. You're not wrong. It's just been been another exercise in misery porn for Spider-Man. You know, they, they do that often enough. You guys can take a break from it every now and then. Yeah, dude, give him a good moment. You know, make it half bad, but give him the a best good moment. moments Peter Parker had when he was Doc Ock. No, no shit, dude. No shit. <laughs> it's sad uh, how true that is. Yeah, Jason Aaron, Javier Garon, uh, just his wild fucking Avengers. I mean, look at this. This is so and this has been a continuation of like the let's smash every action figure together we possibly can think of. Like, we had, like, Ronin Ghost Rider last uh, issue. Looks like we're getting, like, a Ghost Rider cowboy this time. No, this looks like a... uh, Well, it's not a Phoenix Ghost Rider. Oh, it's a Sargon Ghost Rider, you're right. What? 
<laughs> Why? That's so dumb. But hey, Jason Aaron, he's awesome. I'm cool with that. Uh, Avengers Moon Girl number one with these weird crossovers that they've been doing. Yeah, Moon Girl's been uh, teaming up all left and right. It's seemingly how they're uh, yeah. just using the character now. Love that cover, man. That's great. All kinds of action. Uh, but yeah, that's a pretty fun book. I mean, it is what it is. You're getting what you what you think. But uh, big book probably from Marvel. The five dollar. The Avengers made their made their base walk. It's kind of like that. Uh, Ghostbusters two. Remember in Ghostbusters two, where they made the Statue of Liberty Statue walk. Liberty walk. <laughs> they don't they think they make Nikes in her size, Ray. Uh, yeah. Here we go. Here's just. I don't know, man. I'm still on the fence with this event. Dark Crisis sold me last time. I mean, if X-Men Red didn't sell me with just Uranus kicking fucking uh, Mars's ass, I don't know if this book can do it. I don't know if this book can win me over, man. This does look great, though. I'm actually enjoying this more of the two. I know. I just keep waiting for something to happen in Dark Crisis. Things are happening. Things. Are it really seems like it's all, like, build-up. None of it seems like a quote-unquote crisis level no, of event. Well, no, Deathstroke even said last issue, <laughs> I'm going to start up. a crisis. Okay, play. so I guess next issue I'll see what how the crisis actually is. Yeah, yeah, Andy agrees with me, so he's right. It's just okay, and it is. It's, you know, it's not I'm a crisis it. when you keep changing the definition of it. Yeah, when you change the title. Oh, now it's a sequel. Uh, Peach Moko cover, very fun. Very interesting. I don't know what the hell they're doing in this cover, but it looks okay. I guess uh, it's the Celestial Hand? I don't know. Yeah, we, got, we got an Avenger, an X-Man, and an Eternal all hanging out for some reason. Yeah, they just probably told her, hey, I just Captain Marvel. No, I don't think that was Captain Marvel. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't want to go Captain Marvel. Oh, Planet. dude. All right, they've been doing mm. these weird window shade variants. This one's actually kind of witty. This one's kind of fun. See? Oh, that is fun. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. That's fun. If you've been I haven't seen. I don't remember seeing any of these variants before. I haven't been able to find them either, dude. If you're collecting those, good on you. They should go for a pretty penny at some point. They're probably but like yeah, you know, judgment... the one to twenty-five and stuff like that. Yeah, and they're probably like twenty-five. Yeah, I don't know what the hell bucks. happened to them. Uh, Black Panther number eight is definitely a pickup for me. Why? Because I love John Ridley. I'm a big fan of John Ridley. He's a great writer, and I've been enjoying that book. Uh, but that's really about it. Captain uh, America's Sentinel of Liberty. This is the... I've been enjoying this book quite a lot. Yeah, book. yeah uh, it's Kelly Lanzig. Uh, I think it's the better of the two early on. Both of these uh, cat books, I think, are good. Um, but yeah, I think this one has more... They haven't had to rely on bringing in Deadpool and Doctor Doom yet, so that does tell me like the story is moving a bit better. Thank you. I don't know who the hell Steve's fighting here. That is a crazy... But no, that was some, like, again. fucking robot thing. He started fighting the last issue. But, yeah, I love the uh, callback to the World War II oh, look there. Great fucking writing, dude. Such good writing. Uh, Captain Carter wraps up. It's been, eh, okay. Uh, Ghost Rider Vengeance Forever. This is just a one-shot. I'm not even sure what's going on here. Um, who's writing it? It is Ben Percy. Oh, it's Juan Jose Rip. Really good artist, dude. Let's see if we can get some preview pages here. That's what's really going to sell this. Uh, I love Rip's work. It's really clean, but dirty, sort of. Ooh, look at this. Who? What kind of fucking Ghost Rider is that? Holy shit. That's dope. What? That is a lady. Yeah, what the? Oh, well, yeah, obviously, but like. In the moon. 
What is going on? Oh, that's fun, yeah. I like how it's like a fire beard there. Oh, dude, right? Yeah, this is a definite pickup for me. I have been reading Ben Percy's Ghost Rider. Ooh, they always vengeance. seem to do this with Ghost Rider, though, man. Just put out a shit ton of one-shots along with his regular book. So it's like you're getting two, maybe three issues a fucking month. And it ends up being too much. And then I just drop it. You yeah. Know? Ghost Rider does have a hard time sustaining. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, bunch of cool variants for this. But it is like a big anniversary. You know, 40th anniversary um, of, of that character. Uh, Gwen Stacy, one shot. Uh, it's get a Peach Momoko cover, but $10. For this is actual cover. Gwen Stacy and not like Spider Gwen or it's not. like Thor Gwen or Wolver Gwen or Gwenpool or any of the other fucking Gwens they're yeah. doing nowadays. All right, so Gwen Stacy did have her own miniseries, I guess, back in the day, and this is the official ending of that miniseries. Uh, not something I'm looking forward to, not something I want to see. Look at Todd Nauk doing stuff that's not head covers, though. His art it, is <laughs> perfect. It's so it, good. It works really well when he draws the body as well. But, um, yeah, yeah. But I don't. No. This was uh, this was something that wasn't really on my radar when it was originally coming out. But I do always like it when books get a chance to wrap up. You know, I appreciate yeah. that for like the fans of the series. Like, what was that? A uh, it was. Um, I think that's. I can't remember who was writing it a few years ago, but like there was that West Coast Avengers thing that had got dropped abruptly. Oh yeah, uh, there's a lot of cool stuff going on there, and I wish they'd do something similar for this, you know? Yeah. No. You're was right. that Kelly Sue or who was writing that? I think that was Kelly Sue DeConnick, man. I do not remember. Dave. Well, either way, that was good as hell, and that's 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 the most recent book I can think of that I really enjoyed that got. Canceled before that it's had time. America Chavez on the team. Yeah, Hawkeye. Yeah, that was a cool team. Had Quentin Quire. It was before all the Krakoa yeah, stuff. And yeah. Quentin was still like there. So yeah, I remember that. That was a cool book, dude. I like that. Uh, Jane Foster, Mighty Thor, number three. Not a terrible book at all. Uh, I don't know. There's a Fortnite bundle, like a box that you can get for your Fortnite comics. No kidding. I was in the shop last week, and there was like a mom in there with her two little kids, and she's like, "Do you guys have any Fortnite stuff?" And like, oh, lady, you are much too slow to be here yeah, for the Fortnite. That sells off like instantaneous. You got to be here like shop opening Wednesday morning if you want the Fortnite. I didn't actually tell her that, but I was thinking it. Yeah. Uh, another big debut, Miss Marvel versus Wolverine, or not versus really, just like a team up book. Uh, I like how they're doing a new sort of team up book at Marvel. Yeah. In, well, the, in a unique sort of way. Well, was back in the um, original run of the first hero that she encountered. Yeah, I was about to mention that, yeah. David. That um, back in the original run of Miss Marvel, there was a really fun team up between these two characters, and I'm kind of cool. Yeah. It's kind of cool that they're revisiting it here. Yeah, I think so too. Especially the character is so hot right now. You yeah, know, gotta, hitting mass gotta get media. that heat. Yeah, hitting mass media. Very. It looks fun. Looks like an all ages sort of read. Uh, I'm definitely picking that up. Uh, but big book over here, Predator number one. I told you we were going to be talking about it. Ed Rice and Kev Walker. Finally, out of the shadows. Now, the artwork for the cover kind of is reminiscent to the very first Predator series that Dark Horse did. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's a Lionel Francis U cover. That dude's freaking awesome. Yeah, but it Love has him. it has that element to it. Uh, yeah. Because I, I did read a bunch of the Dark Horse Predator books for a very yeah. I read I read while. some of those. Yeah, I read some of those. But this is actually but, a future. It's at least I think like set in the timeline of like maybe uh, Ripley. Uh, I'm not sure, in, dude. 
I will confess that I don't give a shit about that. But I do like that they're telling the story mostly with a, kind of a show-don't-tell type of thing. I like how there's very little dialogue in there, it looks like. Yeah. A lot of cool covers. That one Momoko is the Momoko cover. Yeah, Momoko gets probably the weirdest cover she's ever fucking But that done. is like, this, like a, that is a weird You know, I will say, though, that that is the best headshot cover I've ever seen. <laughs> Nobody. That is, Nobody. That is on par with some of the stuff that they had with Dark Horse back in the day. Yeah. I mean, they don't show it here, but there is also a camouflage cover. It's like a blank cover, but the whole cover is just camouflage. Ah, maybe that's why we can't find it. Maybe, maybe like they have it's lenticular. They no, gotta no, take a picture not. of it and show up. Yeah, no, it's not lenticular, dude. It's the uh, cover I want, but I'm not reading this unless I can get that cover. You know what? I fuck it. I might read it just because it's the number one over at Marvel. And Predator's hot right now. You know, I want to support the the franchise. Uh, Punisher number five, Jason Aaron's other book he's got going on right now. Uh, pretty solid. I'm enjoying it. He's going to get over on the hand this issue. I never enjoy the throwbacks to how terrible Frank had it as, you know, in his past. I understand that's how the character works. It's overdone. Get over it. It's done. We know. He's fucked up. Just move. Move forward. Stick a fork in him. Yeah. That's about it, though. We got Bounty Hunters, 26. Uh, X-Men Legends comes back with a new number one. Uh, I'm not sure I understand why they're doing this. It is Roy Thomas and Gerardo Sandoval, who's a great retro artist, coming back to, you know, a really bunch of early X-Men stuff. But no, I'm not interested in this at all. No, I don't. But like Taylor said earlier, he's happy that, you know, Marvel is able to do all the things and give people what they want and give it to everybody. So it's cool that they have that, you know, available. Yeah, good for you if this is your bag. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, good week. Good, solid week for Marvel this week. Uh, not much to talk about in Dynamite ever, except this week they do have a new 007. And it's written by Philip Kennedy Johnson. Uh, I love that guy. He's a great writer. Uh, Marco Finnegan is doing the art. The art should be, you know, pretty okay. But I'm interested in this. I love 007 comics. I've been a fan of 007 comics for as long as I've been reading 007 comics. I don't even know how long that was. I just always remember there being James Bond comics whenever I had comics. You know, there'd always be like a, a James Bond comic stuck in there. They were a lot hotter back when I was a kid. I remember them being a lot, you know. You know what I mean? Hotter. Kind of like when they did the Nick Fury book. The well, you know, Nick Fury book at Marvel was hot as hell. I mean, I, the, James Bond is very much a... Man's man. Well, I mean, like a, what I was going to say is like a character that's like really tied in with the Cold War, you know? Sure. Yeah. You could argue that the character just doesn't have as much punch now that that's over, but you know, not to say that I don't like the recent James Bond movies, but they You're definitely wrong. come out You're a lot wrong. less frequently than they used to. Yeah, you're not wrong, dude. You're not wrong. Uh, moving on, Draculina. I mean, at least I don't have a bunch of, you know, $50 reprints or uh, variant covers of Elvira in Horrorland, Red Sonia, uh, Sheena, Vampirella. Basically, the mainstays of Dynamite are showing up this week. Yeah, your now, cheesecake platter here, yeah. Cheesecake platter. Yeah, now we get into the rest. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, there ain't much There's here not that's... much. There's not much. The but the first one I would will talk about is Absolution number two from AWA. Oh, that's way up here. Not a bad yeah. book. Did you read what you call it from AWA last week? Sacrament? Yes. Oh, I didn't like it at all. It was not not I was hope I had higher hopes. I had high you made me have high hopes and I was like, Oh my this is trash. I did not like it at all. 
Uh, an epic tale of revenge and atonement. Yeah, I actually have not read the first issue of this. I really should catch up. Uh, cool Diodato cover there, though. Yeah. Uh, other than that, there's not a whole lot. There is one other book that did catch my eye, uh, but the stuff for the stuff for this week on the indies is really kind of thin. I mean, you got like Bill and uh, Ted roll the dice number three, which is fun. Yeah, great cover there too. If you're a D and D fan, really. Fun. Um, I've heard mixed things about the, the Blade Runner books, but this is like, yeah, I don't read those Blade Runner books. I'm just not a big enough fan of Blade Runner to give a shit. I'm okay with Blade Runner. You know, it's fine, but no, I'm not really a guy who's seeking out, more stories uh, from that universe it just doesn't make sense to me there was a comic on here and i don't think the shop's gonna get it and i was not going to mention it too much but there's one called cover the dead with lime yeah i just clicked on that uh jonathan yeah. chance hernan gonzalez a great plague ravishes england killing thousands in its first year housebound infected homes are marked with a painted red cross warning of the spread as plague doctors are sent into towns to face the impending doom yeah, seems but that's you know pretty basic horror. Yeah, shit. but yeah, when uh, at my I, first I thought it was going to be like a zombie, but it's basically a comic book retelling the the Black Plague essentially. Oh, that's fun. Uh, <laughs> a lot of variants for that whole lot. Yeah, of variant covers. But it's a it's a smaller publisher, and I know if yeah. if nobody at the shop asks for it, the shop's not going to get it. So yeah, uh, the last book or the other book that did catch my eye that I do want to talk about is parker girls all right yeah uh Harry Moore. i did hear about this one uh so these are characters from uh damn it that the name of that the, book always escapes strangers me. in paradise yes strangers in paradise i don't know why that this is basically uh, always... i think this is another continuation of the more verse yeah this is i just don't know what we call it officially but that's terry yeah. moore's universe yeah very, I'm just, I'm down with Terry Moore. <laughs> oh no, me too. Uh, Motor Girl, holy shit. Rachel Rising, oh, oh my god. What was that other uh, one that sci-fi one he did that I love so much? Oh gosh, uh, it was on the with the girl who gets like the the, the, the metal goo on her. Uh, Eden? no, it's not. No. Anyway, God, that book is so good. I, it's so good. I can't remember the name of it. But uh, yeah, always in on a Terry Moore book. I'm definitely picking this one up, dude. Uh, I have to ex specifically request uh, for Cover the Dead. Cover the Dead. So we already talked about that, right? Yeah, Cover the Dead with Lime. Uh, it looks good, bro. Uh, it seems like basic sort of horror stuff. But in the real terms of us just going through a plague, man, I mean, I, what better idea than to cover that sort of history with a new found context you know and shit like that so yeah yeah it looks fun dude if i can find a copy i'll read it yeah what was the name of that damn book man i'm looking if you didn't find it yet not yet there's a lot of terry uh, moore books oh no shit echo yeah. oh man echo love that book so much but motor girl's still my favorite motor girl's still by I think, far my I favorite think, i think of all the terry moore books i have i think i have probably the biggest continuity count of echo uh, no, I have every single issue of Echo. I have every single issue of Motor Girl. I didn't buy a single issue of Rachel Rising. I was like, oh, I'll just buy it in trade. Dumbest idea I ever made. I should have just bought it in, in issues. But it's still good. Still, It's dope. good. Yeah. But yeah, that I, looks like I it's about it. We yeah, do get a I, new Zorro book yeah. from American Mythologies. That's pretty cool. I actually bought a Zorro book. My wife got it from uh, for me from just like 
a little like swap meet thing they were having in my hometown, just a little bullshit thing on the side of the road. Like was it a golden it, age or yeah, silver age book or was it from top? Yeah, it was Comics? a George Perez. It was a George Perez cover. Uh, it might have been top just a Comics. random Zorro book. So I was like, oh fuck yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, my biggest uh, one of my biggest sins is not jumping on uh, Strangers in Paradise too early enough. Oh yeah, I didn't jump on that either. No, and you, there's no way to find those issues. They were so limited printing. Yeah, uh, I'm really hoping that Motor Girl gets picked up. Motor Girl was actually uh, optioned, but they haven't picked it up yet. Uh, if it gets picked up, my I'm selling my Motor Girl like immediately. It's gone. It's out the door because it'll never peak again. It'll never peak again. Uh, anyway, yeah, some good books this week. Jurassic. Uh, DC Jurassic, whatever Jurassic League. Jurassic, uh, Jurassic League. League uh, uh, is always fun. Yep. Axe uh, number two is on my list. Uh, Axe number two should be fun. Um, Avengers is good, stupid fun. Punisher is good, stupid fun. Um, yep. Yep. Uh, Eight billion genies. Got to give it up for APJ. That book is fucking fun as shit. Uh, the War number three is definitely on my list this week. So just noticed uh, a real lack of uh, X books this week. Oh yeah, there's no X books. Higman left, and the schedule is fucked. Five a week, none the next week. When, is the, when was the last Wolverine issue I read? I can't remember the last time I read an issue of Wolverine. It had Deadpool in it. What the hell? Yeah, they went to, like, Danger's basement and then, like, yeah, just decided, like... Yeah. Uh, Andy's looking like a good week. Yep, he's on vacation. Oh, good for you, bro. Enjoy it. Yeah, I hope it's relaxing. Yeah, me too, man. I hope you're having a good time. But uh, I am going to check out the Predator book. I will check out Miss Marvel Wolverine number one. Oh, yeah, that should be pretty good. Yeah, I'm so, definitely gonna. I'm definitely gonna try to get the Predator book. Nice, nice, awesome. So yeah, it's a good week of comics. We are gonna talk about all of those next week on the Sunday Night Show. Definitely join us this time. Then we're gonna talk about news and all those books. Uh, thanks for hanging out, everybody. Please check out the Comic Book Bullies. They did a show last night. They went, I mean, neck deep into that Prey movie. Had such a good time talking about it. It was so fucked up because I'm in a chat where Leroy and Eli, you know, sort of message each other different shit. And Leroy was like, man, I can't believe you didn't go into this part of the movie. And Eli was like, dude, we talked about it for like 45 minutes, you know. And so they went way into it, had such a good time. Uh, yeah, Andy, until next time. Thanks, bro. So uh, are are any of you guys going to watch the Comanche dub? Uh, yeah, that's next on my list, dude. Man, my I still need to watch the English that. dub. I haven't gotten around to watching it yet. Fucking lights blinking. You see that? You got a thunderstorm Maybe going or something? I don't know. Who knows? Well, you better go ahead and wrap up the show before you yeah, power goes Yeah, thanks for hanging out, everybody. Go to outrightgeekery.com. You can find links to everything we do. We really appreciate you listening. Thanks a lot. But most of all, thanks to these jokers for hanging out with this joker. Always fun. We're going to do, do it again. Next time. Same geek time, same geek channel. Maybe it's just some animal up there eating a wire. That'd be even worse. You got squirrels in the attic? No, I hope not. I don't hear nothing. Maybe your air conditioning turned on. Yeah, man, I need better wiring.